0: Well, we want to welcome you to the Awakening Moments podcast today. I get to be here with Rhonda and we get to have another awesome conversation. And today, I think, Rhonda, we should talk a little bit about expectations. I, I know we've talked about this before on the podcast, and I think expectations are something that is we continually need to process how to manage well. And I want to start with, I want you to think of, I'm kind of throwing this on you um, spontaneously, but I want you to think of, have you ever had like kind of a funny or maybe it wasn't funny at the time, but a little bit of a ridiculous sort of expectation that somebody put on you in maybe a pastoral setting or maybe in a work setting or a family setting where you're like are you serious right now and the reason i'm asking this is i'll start while you're thinking about it i have definitely over the years of being a pastor have had a few which i like now i think they're funny they're never actually funny when you're sitting down with someone who has unrealistic expectations because it's it's like it's like deep for them and right? it's real to them like it's really yeah. real yeah. real yeah. in terms of but There have been like a number of, of occasions where people have just come up to me and you know, they've, they've held an expectation that I haven't met. And so in that they've been very, very hurt by that. And so, but like some of the really extreme ones is I remember somebody actually booking a meeting with me one-on-one and they sat down with me and they said to me, um, my husband and I, we, we think that we believe you don't like us. We think you don't like us. You never say hi to us on Sunday. This happens again and again. You walk right past us in the lobby. You and they had a they came in with a list. They had they had evidence <laughs> of all the And and the funny thing is I like I'm sitting in that moment and I'm like I like these people very much. I actually really genuinely like these people, but I'm sitting in this moment I realize I I don't know if I'm actually going to be able to convince them that I actually like them, that none of these things that none of these reasons for why they believe I don't like them are are true. It's actually not founded in any truth whatsoever. Now, these things that they came in with, maybe they happened. Yeah, maybe I walked by, past them in the lobby without saying hi and I said hi to somebody else that was near them, but not them, or I don't know. Like those they may have been actually accurate, but they weren't a reason because I didn't like them. and 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 to me, I had lots of interactions with these people that I thought were really, uplifting, encouraging, lovely. I loved them. I really love them. <laughs> so it's an interesting, interesting thing. I had another um, person book a meeting with me one time and uh, they, they said to me, um, they said to me, you know, when, when you were, when you were like in every, every week when you're in church, like, why do you stare and give me dirty looks in church all the time? <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm like, literally in the moment, I'm like, where what where do what why am i lo- i don't even know where you sit why and so anyways after i had this meeting, I was like I, I don't think i'm i don't think i'm doing that but they're like yeah you stare at me all service and you give me dirty looks the whole time <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like oh my gosh what okay so i'm like thinking i'm trying to think well i realize after like i sit on the far left side on the end okay yeah. so to look at the the speaker I'm looking towards the far right side like my 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 vision is looking in that direction but I'm looking at the speaker now I also have a terrible resting jerk face I really do like when I'm really (laughs) concentrating like I furrow my brow and like I really like I look angry like my kids tell me all the time they're like mom are you okay like because when I'm really concentrating or really thinking like my my brow furrows and I look so I have a terrible resting jerk face well I realize they sit that's where they sit all the time. So it, Lord, that it kind so of looks funny. like I'm looking at them, giving them a dirty look. But I'm not at all. i not even. I don't even see them. I didn't even realize. Is that not? That is so funny. Hilarious. Okay, these are
1: these are hilarious stories. I have one that okay. actually comes. Okay. This is actually almost uncomfortable for I you to know, share. they're uncomfortable. They're really uncomfortable. I have like yeah a couple of them, but one of them I had somebody come up to me. Like this is when I was full time worship pastor. So I was on stage every Sunday. They came up and they're like, I need you to stop staring at my husband. Like, I, I'm really uncomfortable with that you lead worship and you stare at my husband. And okay, I, I don't mean to be mean here, but <laughs> like, the husband was nothing. Like, I've got a wonderful husband. Like, I, the husband was nothing to write home about, okay? Like, I was like, I almost laughed out loud. Like, you think you're I'm like, st- what? <laughs> I'm staring. What's happening with right You think now? I'm staring at your husband. I'm glad you think he's so hot, but... I would not even do that as a worship pastor. I'm like, and then, even on top of it, I'm like, he's really not even someone I would even notice. Like, honestly, that's what they told me. I was like, "Uh, I just want you to know, I, I'm really not staring. Same idea. The lyrics were kind of weird and they were kind of tall. So when you're staring, you're looking at the lyrics. He was kind of looking
0: forward and he's, that's, that's where he is. (laughs) That's where they sit.
1: sit. (laughs) But I'm like, I'm really not making eyes with your husband as i'm leading worship like i was almost offended like what do you think i'm doing like oh oh my that's kind of funny though i did laugh after i was like (laughs) that is so (laughs) okay it's almost uncomfortable though it's crazy that like they actually came up and they were like need to stop staring at my husband like i'm really uncomfortable as his wife that you keep looking at him and he's actually getting really uncomfortable i'm thinking why are you sitting like well, obviously if you sit on a different section I won't even
0: even look over there I won't even look over (laughs) you because you're actually
1: where the lyrics are anyways that's very funny second one I had someone come up to me and tell me this also has to do with worship but this happened recently that a couple years ago I had done a worship audition and they didn't make it through to go on the microphone that they weren't ready for that and they were so upset at me that they've actually harbored like real pain that they came to ask for forgiveness that for like two years, they've been really harboring such pain and anger at me for not passing their audition. I was like, Oh wow. Like that's, that's tough. That's really tough. <laughs> that's I,
0: I that's know. Really, and I had if you're that. like,
1: you know, I really love you. Like, but you weren't ready, but I Yeah It's nothing personal. And you have to make a call, yeah. You have to make a call. Yeah. Oh gosh. Oh,
0: it's so tough. It is. It's so, so and tough. And this is like this is, this is the management of expectations. I know I've I've had like I have had several, several times, probably too many to count. Like people come up and say, Like, would you forgive me? I've been harboring <laughs> I've been harboring unforgiveness against you. And then they proceed to tell me all the reasons why, which yeah. you're like, okay of course <laughs> of course, <laughs> you're you're, like, oh my course i forgive you but, but it's legit like it's, people yeah. people hold on to it for years like they'll come and they'll be like i've been harboring unforgiveness against you for five years
1: yeah and, and they'll like, leave church like yeah, they yeah. no, they this leave this person yeah, has left leave, too yeah they, they come back. back yeah 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 totally and you're like, i've had that it is too devastating yeah it's devastating that you left over yeah. that like yeah. <gasps> that's been a journey for you and i've been oblivious to oh
0: another really really crazy situation was Um, Somebody booked a meeting to meet with me, and they um, proceeded to tell me this very, very detailed, elongated story about how, like, they continually try to make an effort in their family, and, like, they continually try to, like, put put themselves, you know, and their family just continues to reject them and, like, not include them in family gatherings and not include them, and, like, it, it just... and it it kept going like she said all these examples and of this situation and so like as as she's talking I I I figured she wanted some advice on like how to navigate this family issue so like at the end of the long story about all of this rejection and like trying so hard and just really just wanting to be a part of the family and you know you know not feeling a part of the family um you know she said like what would you what would you advise me to do so then I proceeded to share like some biblical advice and da 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 and and then after all of that so all of this so i i think this is a real family situation and i think i'm giving her real advice and then after all of that they they turned flipped the story on I me and said you're that family <laughs> yeah no yeah yeah <gasps> and i was like like you as in me the church like it, and and i was i was literally like like it was it was a very very like wow I know I know really shocked like I I was kind of really shocked and sort of I didn't really know how to respond after that because it was I felt very manipulated like I was drawn into this whole story that I thought was a real story but it was all just used like as a ruse to and I was like oh man this is really this is really really tough but that is a great pivot for the realities of like being pastors being in leadership, people's expectations, managing people's expectations. And, you know, I remember in the early years of pastoring, like these situations would be quite devastating. Like they would, they would, they hit very, very hard because like you really try very hard to love people well and to be welcoming and to be, you know, to the point where like now and hilariously so like, I know you do this too, (laughs) but like, when we're out in public as pastors i know you can relate like we we're just we're ready for if anybody Knows us anywhere, anywhere. Orleans is not that big. And even if we don't know, <laughs> even if we haven't met them yet or don't know them yet, like we're ready, we're on and ready because it could come anywhere. It happens all the time. It's a constant, constant state of just like being ready to welcome somebody, to
1: be loving towards them, to be friendly. Towards you have them. no idea who's watching. Yeah, from a cashier to setting now. I have to be honest, I think I may have to work on my driving. <laughs> I actually have had this before where I've been annoyed with someone driving really slow and I've gone a little too close to their bumper. And then I thought, what if they pull into the church? Has anybody ever said something to you like no. you did this? No, but actually even thinking about that, I, I've thought about that, like even going down Road, in a stroke sometimes to the church and I'll be like super annoyed if someone is driving really slow in the sl- in the passing lane and I'll kind of ride up to the bumper. I'm sorry, everyone, you're hearing it's terrible. Okay, I admit it. It's not good. <laughs> but then I think what if they turn into the church so far it hasn't happened and if you're listening and I've done that I've really apologized <laughs> apologize. well but should you really be apologizing because you're not going to change it who am kidding <laughs> but even now maybe I'm like listen I got to be aware I'm of that when kidding. I'm even driving my car oh, oh so gosh but funny. it's true yeah, yeah it's true you just yeah. never know but how how many times Lord, people have come mm-hmm. up that mm-hmm. we our church is so big now there's so many new people I I don't know everyone. I I used to know a lot. I don't know. So many people. And I love that people come up and they say hello. But the truth is many times I'm like I'm going through my brain thinking, okay, where have I know I've met you through Life Center. Where have we met in Life Center? Trying to make it personal, but you recognize like you can't you can have an off day, but you just don't know who's watching. No, it's true. If I'm at a cashier, I'm like, I'm gonna be extra kind. You never know. Because I've actually had that happen. Yeah. Yes. Where I get to the cash and I'm super annoyed about something. And they're like, oh, hi, Pastor Rhonda. I'm like, oh, wow. Thank goodness. I didn't, <laughs> that literally
0: just didn't to me say something or I was annoyed totally, by something or totally. somebody.
1: Yes. <gasps> that
0: happened to me the other day. Literally, I was going through the checkout and the person said, hi, Lori. And and I, I, knew, I knew they looked familiar and I recognized them. And I actually knew this person, but I hadn't seen them in like 20 years. I hadn't seen them. I knew them through the church, but I hadn't seen them in 20 years. So they grew up. Right. And I was like, oh, they're so familiar. They literally like, hi, Lori. And I was like totally totally know who it is but right you yeah you don't know you don't always know but speaking about expectations i think you know in all of that like what what i've learned over time and i don't know if, if you feel the same way as me rhonda but what i've learned over time is that like i actually have reconciled that i cannot meet everybody's expectations absolutely of me. and i'm actually okay with it yeah i'm actually okay yeah. with it like if i let you down in a really really big way like, I am so sorry about it. And it's genuine. I'm really, really sorry. But if you have had an unrealistic expectation of me that I never could have met, I'm not going to take that on. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I can actually let that go like pretty, pretty easily because I just recognize like, I'm not the church. Like, it's not my church. It's Jesus's church. I'm not the savior. I'm one person. I'm one person. And, yeah. and it's okay. I'm going to let you down. I'm actually... I'm actually, I'm going to say that to you. I will let you down. If I feel like somebody is putting too much expectations on me, they want to be my best friends with me. They want to, and I'll just say straight up, listen, like I will let you down. I will a hundred percent. I'm going to disappoint you. I'm going to let you down. I'm not going to do this perfectly well. I'm not going to meet all your expectations. And I'm I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. I'm actually okay with that. I've had to get okay with that. But this is a, it's a tough, tough thing. And the reality is that people in our lives all around us have expectations of us. Our families have expectations, our extended families, our, even our, our parents, even as adults have expectations of us. We let our parents down, you know, our friends have expectations. There's expectations everywhere. We've got to learn how to navigate and manage those expectations to get to the place where, Like the things that we do and the motive for why we do it is because we want to, it's not to please somebody's expectations. It's because that's Mm. the person I want to be. That's why I do what I do. And so it's moved from, I do things to try to meet these expectations. And that's the motive of why I do it to now the things that I do and the way that I act and how I am and how I'll relate to you is because that's the person I want to be. I'm not trying to be somebody else. I'm not trying to meet your expectation. This is just the person I want to be. And I'm going to make that decision. No one's going to hold me captive. Like that's, I had to break off the chain of the expectation being the motive of why I'm responding the way that I am. Because mm-hmm. I think that's like literally like a slave mentality. I'm a slave to your expectations. There's a bondage in that. There's when a bondage yeah, in exactly. that, right? And I, I just was like, no, I'm not going to live like that yeah. anymore. Yeah. And it's freeing
1: it is because it is very destructive you yeah. you cannot no. manage that so how do like you how do manage? you manage it i think now. it would be very similar like you laura i think through time and yeah. i think through experiences and yeah. absolutely like did those situations were they hard on you when you were well, younger these if they ha- would have happened years ago yes they yeah. would. well the one about the husband i was like really shook about that one for a while i was like yeah oh my goodness that's really what do you think about me yeah like honestly that i would do that like right that was more about my character like i just thought like okay wait a minute here i did address that i was like okay what you're saying is this yeah that that's not right yeah and you, it's actually about you yeah like you've got i think some serious jealousy issues i just went for it i was like this is a problem like that's a problem. So I know that was okay, but that did affect me in that yeah. way. But we wouldn't be doing what we we're doing if we didn't love people and want to serve. So it is something that we have to manage is that people pleasing earlier in ministry. That would have been a huge bondage for me. People pleasing and striving to be perfect. Never want to let anyone down. Cause you know what? Then I failed and I don't want to make a mistake and hurt somebody. It's one thing if I let myself down or something, but to hurt somebody else and to feel like I let them down really disappointing, but Oh the longer you in ministry, recognize you just. For me, you I can't. Can, I can't, and I'm just a person. But and also, I've learned just to own it. Like if you, if I've failed to say, listen, I'm sorry. Like there's oh, times yeah. oh, I'm yeah. a pastor, but I'm a person, and those don't always nothing. Like sometimes oh, yeah. my personal life can come into something. In life and I can let you down or miss something or oh, in totally. my schedule overbook myself a legit, or a legit, legit not down. personal oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but I think I've learned to just let it go but exactly that learn own what I need to own but also not carry someone else's expectation because actually at the end of the day I'm not your savior I'm one person and I'm just a person and this is what I'm stewarding but I'm not gonna do it perfectly and I think that's a beautiful place but I think the beautiful place is that we don't make excuses I'm able to be really honest And say, "Wow, I really messed up there. I'm really sorry." But if someone chooses not to forgive or chooses to hold that, I can't, I can't change that. And then I recognize this is bigger than me, right? Like at some point, you recognize it's something. Yeah, it's something else. Like if that was really going to put you over the edge or cause you to leave, even faith. There's people been like, "Well, you were the one." Actually, no. Like that, that, that experience alone, that you should not be that fragile in your faith. That that one missed appointment was it. Th- but also we recognize people are in crisis modes too like that's not taking away that we don't take that serious. Like it is definitely a tent attention. It's both and yeah. we can let it go, but we also feel it. Like oh, I have yeah. to work it through. If someone does tell me, depending on the circumstance, depending on the severity of what they were facing, or that what I've missed, yes, oh, for I have sure. to. Pr- and I think that's oh, what we're saying. Sure. So we want to be sure. careful here that people yeah, aren't yeah, thinking yeah. we're like dismissed. We don't care. Yeah, we yeah, don't no, care. No, no, no for but sure. But at the end of the day, yeah. I do have to release that. That yeah. I, I, I can't carry that. Yeah. But definitely, there's all of it happens and there's complexities in it, but we, we definitely recognize we're just people. Yeah. And I think, uh, recognizing even quicker to acknowledge that with people to say, just so you know, I'm going to let you down. Like I'm not meaning to set up myself to have an excuse here, but Mm -hmm. please be looking to Jesus and please be looking to more people than me. Like also I can't be that one person for you, even managing at a staff. And we were talking about that just this morning. Our staff is even at this size like even life center staff is over 29 people we can't even be all the things to our staff never mind a church of thousands like it's yeah it is those things but can we follow the holy spirit and do what we can absolutely and do what we can yes but i think this is saying expectations on people and it is a challenge yes it is yes, a challenge It is a challenge. It is okay a challenge.
0: so now we've talked about what it feels like to be on the other side of other people's expectations yeah. how do you think we manage our own expectations of other people because this is the other side of the equation oh. if you are a per we, we all have expectations how do you think we manage well our expectations of other people how do you think we do that in a way that's healthy so that we're not continually getting let down so we're not continually getting disappointed in people that we're not continue like how what do you think the tension is there how do you manage that how do you manage that well like how do we not be a person who gets devastated by somebody who lets us down how do we not be you know how do we not have those expectations like what does that look like how do we navigate that
1: oh those are really good questions yeah because
0: I know like like if I'm really honest like I can I can get really disappointed in somebody like particularly like there it's not everybody it's but if i really am invested in you and you like do something that's just completely well what i think the opposite of what you should be doing like i can get really really sad about that really let down about that really disappointed Mm -hmm. about that um especially if you know for me what kind of it gets attached to that is especially if i'm afraid that that decision's going to be extremely harmful for you in the long term. Mm. I can get really like, and that can really burden me and that can really weigh me down. Like I typically don't have high expectations of people in relationship. Like I need you to like always be available for me. Like if I need you or if I, you know, uh, reach out or if you don't answer a text message or if you don't follow up or if you don't call me back, I really don't have a lot of expectations around that kind of thing personally. That's not where I get let down. But where I get let down is if, like, I'm walking with somebody, and, you know, even like with my kids would be great. My kids can really, really, like, I can get really let down if my kids make a decision that I'm like, Are you serious? Like, and I know this is not going to be good. Loved ones, family members, close friends, like, I can really get crushed by, like, Man, like, I, this is bad. This is really bad. And I can't believe you're doing this. And, I can get really let down by those mm. kinds of things. And it, it affects you. It affects you deeply, right? So it's interesting to think about like, how do we manage our expectations of people and where do we have expectations of people and where are they realistic
1: and where are they not realistic? Mm, I think that's a good question. I think you actually started with a wonderful question. I think that's a good question to ask yourself when you are disappointed. Is this a realistic expectation to have on somebody else? Like, why am I so upset about this what is it that I need to do with it then like if it's something someone else's decision well I then have to do something with that I could be super disappointed or I can pray if it's something emotional am I looking to people to fill that or I need to go to God and really get some maybe deeper healing be like why is that affecting me so much like I think these are that's a really good question to ask yourself. I think that's good, Lori. Like why the why? Like why yeah. is this affecting yeah. me the way it is? And what do I do with it? Yeah. Okay. It's affecting me. Yeah. I've acknowledged why and the reason. So what do I do with it? Right. right. What do I do? Is it a conversation I need to have? Or is this something more with me? Right. That I have to work through. Sometimes we're so quick to be like, well, this that person and I got to get them to change. Well, what if it's something that it's al- God's allowing for you to change? Like it's something it's shining a light in an area that's like, that's not realistic. Like why do I need that person to be that? Or have I actually not even reached out for more help or reached out to other people around me? Why am I putting so much in one person? That's not realistic either. Sometimes we've made our world so small and we've just been unrealistic with what we expect people to be in our lives and we haven't even opened ourselves up to more. Yeah. So I think it's a really good question to ask. I think that's the first thing we need to do Yeah. Yeah. is uh, solve it ourselves and allow it to do a work in us and then if it does need to go to the next level where there needs to be a conversation i think yes that's very important yeah but often we can bypass that yes and be like well i need you to do that for me or fix that right you know and then i'll feel better about it or then it'll be resolved no actually it may not because they may not be able to do it and they'll disappoint you again yeah so anyway i think where do you get tripped up where do you get tripped up on expectations i would say the same i think i don't have to be really honest I don't have huge expectations on I'll be really truthful here people maybe that are not as close to me okay like the further not further you are from me this sounds like there's no, 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 like no, no, I but know really like mean, if, but
0: yeah like the, the the but like intimacy, family like the and close friends of, and husband of, yeah, and yeah. like
1: people that are doing life really close with me yeah I can get a little bit more tripped up if something doesn't happen the way I think or if I I ask for help that would probably be what it is and okay. I feel like they're not responsive or if I'm struggling you. and yeah. I I take the, cur- this would be it. If I would be really vulnerable, if I take the courage to say I'm struggling with someone, something, and I feel like there's not really reciprocated to help tangibly or even check in, I can get hurt by that to be like, wow, I don't do this hardly ever. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> right. But then I feel like, well, right. the expectation is as, am I really letting them you know? Like I need you to do this. Right. I need help here. I can you do this for me? If I was to stand back, all those people (laughs) would definitely do it for me. Like it's no one would be like, Rhonda, no way. But sometimes I expect them to read my brain or read my mind. And I'm not clear enough to say like, yeah, I'm struggling with this. And then I'm like dropping a big hint. Well, at the end of the day, I got to realize, okay, maybe that's not beneficial. Because my hint, obviously it's not a good hint and (laughs) you're like i need you to help me with this (laughs) yeah or can you do this for me right and when they do you're like oh but sometimes just doing that you know that's where my expectations would be and uh i think i'm learning but i definitely don't do it well and it would be around help it'd be around those times where i'm really struggling or i need help that i drop out hints instead of just being honest about it and i get hurt when i drop a hint out nobody responds but when i actually take it back i'm like maybe that wasn't clear and actually if i just ask that person they will be all in because if i know them well and i'm i know they'll do it it was like the other day when you asked me to make you muffins it made me so happy <laughs> it actually
0: made me so happy you just I said know. straight up could you make me some muffins yes i and you loved it. it so and then much. you even left me another bag the other day i was like like, I didn't even know that you would like that. I, I like, yes, I'd love it. But right. But exactly. It's a perfect, I mean, it's a really well, small, but, but
1: still like those a mean example. a lot. And totally. I think I, my expectations are pretty low. If I was yeah. to be honest, yeah. I don't look for people to be, no. but actually those little things mean a lot to me. Yeah. And so I think when you do, I've learned often when I'm hurt is when I'm just not honest. So where I can start is just being honest. Now, if someone after I'm honest, Totally isn't. Well, then maybe that's a conversation later. Be like, listen, I was honest with you. I just need you to check in. Can you do that? Okay. I just want to be, but if you are not honest, I got to start with that. Yeah. To be like, what's my part to play? So that would be an example for me. I think that's really good. I think it's really good. So in this conversation
0: today, we just want to <laughs> leave you with lots yep. of thoughts. Just think yep. about this for yourself. Yep. Where do you get tripped up with expectations for yourself? Because ultimately, like the point of having this conversation is not really about the funny stories about people having unrealistic expectations of Ron and I, but the point of the we're story we're staring is at you <laughs> and we're not giving you dirty looks. <laughs> <laughs> we the,
1: point, you. the point
0: of the conversation really is a self-reflection. Like yeah. it's just to say like, yeah. where have I placed unrealistic expectations on the people in my life? Like where is this showing up and where do I continually get disappointed? And so like, can I invite God into that space? Can I really invite him in and say, okay, if I continually get hurt in my friendships, I get let down because someone doesn't text me back or I get let down because somebody doesn't invite me to something or I get let down. Can can I invite God into that space to be like, can you bring healing there? Like, Mm. is there a rejection? Has there been hurt in the past? Like, can you God just Holy Spirit come and bring healing to that place? Or is it like Rhonda shared in asking for help and then they don't help? Or is it like with me, like when people don't do what I think they should, they don't make wise decisions. (laughs) 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 They're not doing what I think they should do. I giggle because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm more controlling than I think I am. I'm, I'm, I am I'm, feel like I'm such a laid back person, but actually in some things I'm like, you better do exactly what I think you should do or else. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad, right? When it shows we up, like, it shows a lot in us. Oh it starts
1: gosh. with, yeah, what God Anyways, wants to do there.
0: But yeah, wherever it is. So then invite the Holy Spirit to come in and bring healing. Like, what is that about? Is that about fear? Like for me, that's about fear. That's what it is. It's about fear. And I'm like, okay, I've got fear. God, come and root out fear in my life. Like, I want to trust you. So just invite the Holy Spirit in because... And mine's pride. We want to...
1: Independence and pride. See, God, root that
0: out. Let people in. Let people in. Exactly. So bless (laughs) you. Hope you enjoyed this conversation and have a great day. Amen.